0: Logan, everybody. It is time once again for the Mainland Podcast. This is episode 379. I'm your host, Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of the Mainland.com. That is an independent website covering Orlando City. Orlando Pride, OCB, and all things soccer-related in the city beautiful. And joining me from not the city beautiful, David Rowe, my co-host. Dave, how you doing?
1: I'm good, Michael. Thank you. I am, however, in the capital of our great state, so mm-hmm. there is that.
0: Yes, yes. I. It's been a few years since I've been to Tallahassee. I, I don't recall the skyline being particularly attractive, though.
1: No, we do have the giant phallus symbol that is the Capitol
0: building or the old Capitol building. So there's that. Yes, I've been in that. I used to have to go to lobbying days in that building. Mm. Uh, All right, Dave, there was was no game since you and I last spoke on uh, Monday night. Nope. We do have news, however. So uh, we have a few news items to get to that are, eh, you know, little little things little nuggets that we can chat about before we uh, get to our mailbag box and our key matchups and our predictions for the Lions against CF Montreal on Saturday night Uh, I did look for a guest for our show the uh, the the English speaking person who had a uh, a Montreal blog doesn't seem to be reachable anymore so um, and my French is worse than my Spanish, which is uh, really not that great. So uh, we oui. will not have a guest is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, we. <Oui. laughs> yeah, that's, oui. that's might be the extent of my French right there. Uh, uh, it's bad. <laughs> Let us talk about Facundo Torres. Okay. What are we going to talk about? Facu? Well, Facu, as you know, is a young designated player from Uruguay member of the Uruguayan national team. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's pretty good at soccer. Yes, he is. Well, our, uh, I would say our friend, but I'm sure he would be our friend if we met him. We don't really know him. Fabrizio Romano reporting uh, in the last few days that uh, the club Ajax is monitoring Facundo Torres. What that means, I don't know, but uh, it has... It has rippled through the Orlando City community, of course, the mm-hmm. fandom. Uh, oh, my God. He's, we're losing him to Ajax. Oh, my, oh, OMG. Well, I have to say that whether Fabrizio reported it or not, Ajax is not the only team that is monitoring Facundo Torres. I, I know that's hard to believe. But, yeah, there there are a number of clubs in Europe and elsewhere very interested in young Facundo Torres and uh, and are keeping an eye on him. Uh, f- so really, what this means is nothing at this point. We we know from an intellectual standpoint, Facundo Torres is playing very well and he's a young South American player. Therefore, at some point, he is likely to sign a contract and leave this club uh, and transfer to a team outside of our country. That is just. The way this works. Yes, um, correct. Whether or not that is this off season or not, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there were uh, there were far bigger clubs linked with him last off season, mm-hmm. uh, and yet he was back for a second year here in the U.S. Now, what we thought that meant was that he'd go to work on that darn right foot of his and uh, and make it a lot better. And I have to say that I have not seen vast improvement from the, uh, from the young man in the use of his right foot. Maybe he's gotten better at it, but is just not using it in a game. Um, he's used it sporadically, just like he did last year. But primarily, this is still a left-footed player. Now, you can probably get away with a left-footed player or a very extremely one-footed player on a team that isn't one of the biggest clubs like uh you iax might be able to get by with uh with signing him and and you know there are there are many teams in la liga and in the the bottom half of the epl probably could uh bring him on board but at this point there's really nothing to worry about that nothing's changed with regard to facundo torres he's under contract with orlando city and he will be under contract unless traded or transferred i should say Uh, to another club, at which point Orlando City will get a lot of money for him. Correct.
1: Um, And it will be a a bad thing and a good thing, just like it was with Daryl DK. It was bad because it hurts Orlando City because that player is no longer providing uh, goals or, you know, the quality of play is a good thing because lots of money. Yeah. Money can buy other players who are also up and coming and good and can do the same thing. That's somewhat of what MLS is at this point, And that's fine. Um, there is, there should be no angst over, uh, MLS being a selling league. That's where MLS is in its growth and that's okay. So getting young South American players who come in and do well, and then are sold on for a profit is the cost of doing business in MLS. And we should not bemoan it too much. You can bemoan a little bit, but not too much. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, wish uh, him well. We've seen what happens when the club does not do a good job of letting a player go, um, and that ends up getting ugly and ends up hurting the team um, more than helping it. So, as you said, not a lot here yet. That's it's the equivalent of, you know, uh,
0: yeah, we're keeping an eye on that guy. Have you made an offer? No. Right. Uh, And, you know, we do expect that there might be some offers this offseason. We 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 would be surprised if there weren't. He had double digit goals this year uh, has has still been a very good player. And also, when you look at the fact that he's still in the on the cusp of that Uruguayan national team, I mean, all of those guys pretty much have played in Europe at some point or are about to. So uh, really the objective in signing a Facundo Torres is to get a year or two of production out of him, sell him at a profit. That's the way that uh, that whole thing was approached to begin with. So you're seeing the end of the life cycle at the point where he he transfers out. Now, you know, you never know. Maybe you strike it rich and you get great production out of a player and he wants to stay. So we'll. We'll see how it goes, but Facundo Torres, like any player that plays for Orlando City, you got to enjoy them while they're here because they're not going to be here long. But all of those guys, that, those young kids from South America uh, that come up and play here, whether it's Torres, whether it's Cesar Araujo, whether it's Ramiro Enrique, Gaston Gonzalez, the objective is bring them in, develop them somewhat, get great production out of them, sell them for a profit. That's, that's what a selling league does. And Orlando City is using the system uh, properly. Correct. So, um, you know, too
1: long, didn't read. Uh, Nothing to worry about here. Nothing really to see yet. And Facundo is going nowhere anytime real soon. So everybody relax and enjoy uh, as Orlando finishes up the regular season and heads into the playoffs.
0: If you're concerned about it, well, there are two more chances to see Facundo Torres at home in the regular season. Come out and see him play. Uh, you'll also get to see him in the playoffs this year. So uh, those might be your last opportunities to see him. So come out and check them out. Absolutely. All right, Dave, let's turn our attention to the reserve side. Okay. Some people call that OCB or Orlando City B, if you will. Yes, correct. We do That's, that too probably why we call them that cuz it's their name. Yes. Uh OCB has learned its playoff opponent for the MLS Next Pro playoffs, the first ever time the Young Lions have made the playoffs in MLS Next Pro. And uh, as you know, the league had a wacky wacky uh me- mechanism for determining matchups. The first seed in each conference got a, a bye the second seed and third seed got to select what opponent below them they wanted to play in the first round. Yes, wacky. Some crazy stuff happened the in the Western Conference. Uh Benny failhaber was the is the coach of the third seed team and selected the fourth seed team. Uh, <laughs> that so, throws
1: that throws everything into, you
0: know, chaos. Yeah, so Orlando city B was selected by Columbus crew two. And uh, so the leong lions will play crew two on Sunday at five 30 PM in their first ever playoff game in the league. And the cool thing here is that if Orlando city B wins this game, if OCB wins, then it's like the ghostbusters thinking of the stay puff marshmallow man and selecting the, the uh, the 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 tool of their destruction. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so I didn't think of anything. Did you think of something? Did you? Yeah. No. I didn't think of anything. Ray, Ray, <laughs> what Ray? <laughs> it's a cl- it's OCB. <laughs> yes, OCB uh, will hopefully be uh, a little bit better off than Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was in Ghostbusters because. Uh, they crossed the streams. That wasn't good. No, no, it didn't turn out well for Stapoff.
1: Hopefully it turns out better for OCB. Although I must say that Crew 2 has been challenging
0: for OCB. Yeah, winning at Columbus has been very, very difficult. OCB has just not been a good road team. Last year, they just weren't a good team. This year, not a great road team. But OCB can score goals, and that makes OCB dangerous, especially if Jack Lynn travels with the team. We're not sure if that's going to happen. Uh, if he dresses Saturday night, that doesn't necessarily mean he's not playing on Sunday. He can still hop on a morning flight, get up there, join the team, and uh, participate in the playoffs. Uh, we'll have more on, on uh, Jack Lynn in just a moment. But uh, this is a, a a good time, as any, to exercise the crew to deep DM- demons that uh, ocb has now ocb this year in the two regular season games split with crew and they were both lopsided games that they, they went to columbus right. and lost four nil columbus came to Kissimmee and lost four one so they were fairly evenly matched this season uh, the crew finished a few points ahead of them in the standings and it will be um it'll be interesting to see no matter what happens because if if columbus wins well then they they chose uh, wisely i guess and if they lose well then we get to make fun of them for picking the team that beat them yes the the uh indiana
1: jones they chose poorly memes will be coming out in full force
0: indeed all right let's uh, move on and uh, i mentioned jack lynn um dave he was named to the mls next pro best 11 today
1: which makes sense since he had a share of the golden Boot.
0: Yes, the three forwards on the best 11 that were selected were the three uh sharers of the league's golden boot this year uh, so very bold cool. choices. yeah, very very bold choices. So that's good to see and it was also nice to see the graphic because they put Jack right in the middle and, uh, and that was good. Jack mm-hmm. Lynn, congratulations on all the accolades you you earned them and again, if Martin Perelman had not used him off the bench early in the season, there's no telling how many goals he would have scored and um and how well he would have done in the in the end. But I, I think the thought was let's play the younger kids. Jack is a known commodity, we know he can help the team. So uh he was coming off the bench early, and then uh it was just too much production to ignore, and then he became a starter again.
1: Right. And and Thus a co golden boot winner, Um, uh, you know, good season. We mentioned it before, good season for Jacqueline with OCB, Uh, excellent season. And Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, you know, he'll continue the production against crew two on Sunday. Um, But, you know, being named to uh, the best 11 is a well-deserved accolade for the young man.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have a new nickname. I'm gonna try out that I I don't know what you think of it, but um, okay. As you know, I'm a I'm a rock and roll guy. Uh huh. Love me some rock and roll. Do you like ACDC? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, see on ACDC on the on their 2008 album Black Ice. The third track on that album is called Big Jack. I like it. I think
1: we call him Big Jack. He's not a small guy, so it's not even ironic. It's
0: just big jack yeah i think big jack's a good nickname i don't know if it'll catch fire but uh <laughs> tropic thunder didn't we still use it anyway yeah i mean beefy swede gets a little more traction yeah. why not big jack big jack it is so it is written so it shall be done uh congrats to him and uh yeah best of luck uh go get a hat trick at columbus on uh, sunday and good things may happen that's right uh would it be a jack trick if he got a th- Three goals. Ooh, uh, I think it will be now. All right. Again, so it is written, so it shall be done. It doesn't. It doesn't need to catch on. It just needs to be fun for us. That's right. That's all that matters. Yeah. Is it the? Uh, What's it the line? Uh, you can't uh, please everyone, so you got to please yourself. Yeah. I sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Staying with OCB. A lot of ocb stuff coming out this week uh, also orlando city academy mm-hmm. uh, defender tahir reed brown was named to the u.s u17 men's national team for friendlies at brazil on october 4th and october 6th uh, that u.s camp will run from september 29th to october 8th this is a precursor uh to it was the final camp and the final matches i believe before the u17 world cup so to hear Reed Brown, representing purple.
1: got I like it. Um, you know, as we said, uh, the, the Academy and the OCB in particular, development uh, development parts of the organization and being named to uh, the U.S. Men's uh, National Team Under-17s, that shows development.
0: Go U-17s, beat up Brazil. Absolutely. Should be a really good test for the 17-year-olds uh, to play on the road in Brazil. Yeah. And I mean, talk about a great trip trip for a seventeen year old. Yeah. I mean, great trip for me too, but you know, I don't think I want to be called up. I hope, hope they go to Rio. I hope they uh I hope they meet the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it doesn't affect their play. Yeah. Yeah, why not? All right. From current and future Orlando City players, let's turn our attention to past Orlando City players. Okie Kadoki. Let's talk about Alexander Pato and Sebas Mendez. Dave mm-hmm. with Sao Paulo, they managed to claim the Copa do Brazil title. Congratulations, Pato. Congratulations, Sebas on uh, winning a trophy. That's always fun. It's always great to lift a trophy. And, um, you know, they left on good terms from the club, but we wish them nothing but the best. For, hashtag forever a lion and all that stuff. So uh, good news for those guys. Uh, we are uh, we applaud you, good sirs. especially since it's not an MLS, so it doesn't
1: really hurt us. All it does is make us happy that uh, these uh, forever aligned guys are out there, like you said, lifting hardware and
0: doing well for themselves. Yeah, actually, uh, actually, it's nice to see, especially. Especially Pato, who has struggled with uh, injuries in, in recent years—well, really through all throughout his entire career—but uh, especially yeah. his time in Orlando was was marred by injury. So it's good to see him, you know, return home, get to lift a trophy, um, and it's the, it's that team's first uh, first title in a while. So, uh, congrats to them. I know there are some people that are still somewhat bitter about Sao Paulo from from the, the cacao loan before 2015, but uh, you know bygones yeah i mean that's ancient history at this point all right dave that's all i have for the news portion of our show do you have anything else orlando city related that you would like to get off your chest or chat about
1: um i not really orlando city related but i do want to congratulate the houston diamond dynamo on their open cup win
0: yes that was uh that was a, a tough road win for them. Low scoring, tightly fought game. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a shame. Just a shame the hosts couldn't win that. Such a shame. You really <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah, there is a word coming out of Fort Lauderdale that uh, season ticket holders are going to get absolutely blasted uh, on their renewal costs. And, oh, yeah. Hey, you got to pay because I mean, if your owner could afford the player he signed, we wouldn't have needed the league's television and, and kit sponsors to, uh, to help him buy it. So, uh, or, or every other team in the league to
1: <laughs> chip in
0: as well. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is crazy. This is, uh, this is kind of nutty, but, um, you know, there's, uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Have fun plasticos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we've got uh, we've got a game against Montreal to play uh, on. Well, not you and I, but the the yep. Lions certainly have a game against Montreal to play Saturday night. We're going to talk about that game in uh, in just a bit. We're also going to get to our mailbag box. We love the mailbag box. We love hearing from you. We love your questions when you ask us literally anything, and uh, we're going to get to those topics right after this. And we are back, Dave. And uh, I know I ask you this every show, and I know what your answer is going to be, but uh, what do you say we look in the old mailbag box? Well, Michael, I love the mailbag box, so let's do it. All right. That's that's two in favor, none against. Uh, motion passes. Okay, yeah. Did we get a second? I don't think we need a second, do we? Uh, I second. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, so as you know, because I just said it a few minutes ago, you can ask us literally anything here at the mainland podcast. We will answer your question to the best of our ability. Uh, We will give you our honest opinion. We will be as truthful as we can, and we will be as accurate as we can. We are not guaranteeing that all of those things equal the correct answer. We are just guaranteeing you will get an answer and it will be the best we can give you. That was all accurate. And uh, well said, sir. All right. Well, let's tell everybody how they can do that, Dave. First all right. of all, they can email us. There is mm-hmm. still a thing called electronic mail. Um, you've heard of uh, electronic mail? <laughs> I've heard of it. I used it today. I get far too many of them at my, in my office every day. Um, so email us at themainland@gmail.com. Uh, just stick ask TMLPC in the, in the subject line, if you will. Makes it easier to sort it uh, from the other emails that we get. Uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter. We're not going to call it by a single letter because that's lame. And only a spoiled baby billionaire would do that. And it still says twitter.com in the URL. So tweet, 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 tweet at us. <laughs> I can't, uh, can't speak. It's been a long week. Uh, and that rhymed. So. Go figure. All right. Tweet at us at the mainland with the hashtag AskTMLPC. We would love it if you would do that. And uh, please make sure you put that hashtag in there. Or otherwise, it's kind of hard to find. Uh, sometimes it's hard to find. I know we had one, uh, a, a, an, an individual on Twitter asked us why we didn't answer his question on Scoperp. And the answer was we didn't see it because he didn't use the hashtag ask go perp. That would be the appropriate hashtag for that show. This one's hashtag ask uh, you can also go to the mainland.com and uh navigate over to the mainland podcast page and fill out the form there. That's another way you can do it. You can. All of those are effective ways of asking us absolutely anything. That's right. So, Dave, let's dive into the mailbag box. And we have a form submission from the website. Okay. From our good friend, Matthew Waldschmidt, friend of the pod. Indeed. What's Matthew uh, say? He says, I'm sending this question through the form a second time as I'm not sure if it went through or not. Uh, just to, to answer that, uh, it did not. So I'm glad this one did. Uh, the other one uh, made something must have happened because uh, this is the only one we got from you, Matthew. But we did get it. Uh, he says he usually gets a confirmation right away, but he didn't receive one that time. So yeah, that, I guess if you don't get a confirmation, uh, please resend way to be persistent. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun one, Dave, you're going to enjoy this question. Okay. Matthew says, my wife and I are expecting our first child at the end of February. Hmm. So first of all, congratulations, Matthew. Indeed. And to uh, Mrs. Walt Schmidt. Yes. Uh, he says, what advice do you have for us? As soon to be parents, we find out the gender October 7th can't wait.
1: Well, as Michael said, congratulations. And, um, uh, you know, obviously as long as it's a healthy child, that's all that really matters as far as advice. Um, I would say if you could store up sleep to use later, do that. You're not going to be able to do that. Unfortunately, count on being very, very tired for a long time Mm -hmm. um and um i hope that you're okay with bodily fluids because there's going to be a lot of them and you're going to have to clean them up sometimes off of your own body um i know i'm making this sound really awesome (laughs) there uh, the other thing the the non you know negative or whatever thing i would say is Take the moments and enjoy them when you can. So I can still think about, and my sons are grown, but I can still think about like laying on the couch with them as babies, just laying on my chest um, with them napping uh, and me, you know, even napping a little bit. And it just being one of the most wonderful and peaceful things, uh, moments you will ever have in your life. and. So what I'm getting at is when you have those moments, forget about, you know, the bills, forget about, you know, what you got to do at work tomorrow, forget about anything else and just take a breath and enjoy those times, enjoy the cool things, enjoy all the first things, the steps and the talking and the, you know, the smiles and just enjoy it all because they, and it's a, you know, it's a thing, but they grow up too quick. They really do. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're going to be like, you know, I wish they would do this. Well, they will don't worry. And when they do, it won't be the way you expect it and it'll be good and bad and maybe messy, but enjoy it all. So that's, that's what I would
0: say. Good advice, Dave. I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that a little bit. And yes, the, the moments with my daughter on my chest when I was in the recliner, reclined back, uh, that is definitely a feeling that never goes away. You will remember that forever. That's uh, that was amazing. This little little being just uh, stuck to the front of you. Um, I would say this: the uh, the advice I have for you is yes, the the time does go quickly. It doesn't seem like it at the time, but um, my child's in high school, and I don't. I think I blinked and missed everything. Um, I would say this, it when times are at their most frustrating and darkest, when you when the when the baby will not stop crying, when you you can't do anything to calm the child down and your wits are just as frazzled as they can be, and you're growing frustrated, just remember these times will be over before you know it, and you will you will in some ways miss them, even the most frustrating, awful time off awful moments uh of of that period you're gonna you're gonna just go wow whatever happened to that you're 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 not gonna even believe that that they're gone and then and then at at one point they won't even live in your house anymore so try to think of those positives those the, the the fleeting um moments of it all um in the moment because those moments may seem like an eternity but they're a blink in the eye.
1: Yeah. And like Michael says, at some point they're going to be gone. And even before they're gone, there they're, uh, there's going
0: to be a point where they don't want to have anything to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that hurts so bad.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Once <laughs> so, they
0: discover how awesome it is to just be in their room and with the door shut and never speak to you, <laughs> you've lost the battle it's over with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The but, other thing uh, I would. Overall, it's great. Yes. Overall, it's, it's amazing and, and I highly recommend it. Uh, the other thing I would say to you is this, Matthew, this is for you specifically. Your wife's going to need a break at some point. Be cognizant of that because they are with that child always, 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 always. And when they're not and they're mentally with them, let your wife have some peace. Take over. Volunteer. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely do that. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily, I, I, I don't believe in the point system, uh, in a marriage or anything like that. I I think it's counterproductive. However, being there for your partner is not counterproductive Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, one big way you can, you can do that is as Michael said, um, take over, you know, spend as much. And, and here's the cool thing when you do that you're getting to spend time with your child.
0: Yeah. And the, the, the cool thing too, is just that, you know, no matter how frustrated you you get when you, you can't get the child to sleep or whatever, uh, or, or the baby just won't stop crying. This is what your wife's dealing with all the time, all the time. You're doing it for 10 minutes, 15, maybe, uh, here and there when you're the only person, but you have to give them a mental break. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Great question. Thank you so much, Matthew, for uh, filling out the form. That's that's the epitome of Ask Us Anything right there. Yeah, it is. And I think we actually knew the right answers on that one since we we're both uh, long-term parents. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I have in the mailbox, uh, on the in the Gmail, uh, whether from a form or from an email. So if anybody did send in anything that I didn't answer via those methods, it means it didn't arrive. So uh, we would welcome you to send it again.
1: All right. Well, we do have some in the Twitters, although um, Elder Gorilla, who we love, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. not used the hashtag SDMLPC. <laughs> Fortunately, he responded to the question where we asked for questions, and thus we see it. So, Elder Gorilla wants has, has a couple questions. First, what is it going to take to make Orlando versus InterSouth Broward the biggest rivalry in MLS? It feels that this has the making of an MLS version of El Classico at the very least
0: amongst the fan bases, but it's not quite there yet. Your thoughts? Uh, blood. It's going to take blood and I'm only half joking. Uh, I think it's going to take an incident and a flashpoint um, in the early year. Well, the first year and a half, two years of the the Lions existence in MLS, they did not like Columbus very much because of a nasty challenge by Ro- Rafael Ramos and a mm-hmm. red card for that young man. This rivalry needs a flashpoint like that to, to kind of take it to the next level also needs or doesn't need, but it wouldn't hurt to have a catchy name. Uh, we've come up with Tropic Thunder, which I think is a fantastic one. And I think if everyone started using it, uh, it would be, gather some steam i mean why does everybody like lafc versus la galaxy because they love to say el Tráfico. yes but and and that's why we like traffic thunder because it's not el classico or el Tráfico or el blah 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 they don't all have to be l anything they don't even have to be Darbies. they don't even have to have that name no they don't i mean look we have the i4 Derby. that's
1: fine that works But going forward, it's like, it's like naming MLS clubs. You don't have to do it the European way. You can do it the American way. And
0: Tropic Thunder, in our opinion, is fantastico. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter that we're really in the subtropics. No,
1: it really doesn't um, because it's just a name. So um, I I agree with that. I think that um, at least for... In my opinion, at least for Orlando supporters, the um, the inequity and the shenanigans that we saw in defending the Open Cup went a long way towards helping uh, the hate
0: towards enter Miami. Yeah, I know the, it did. The, for, Leagues, the League's Cup match really was. Yeah. Excuse me. The League's Cup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, there's there have been some epic battles. There was the uh, there was the. U S open cup game last year, where it was tied at nil nil after regulation, they scored first Torres tied it up and Orlando city won a penalties. Those are the kinds of things that help breed the animosity, all the stuff that Miami, all the special favors Miami's getting is definitely breeding animosity. I think among Orlando city's fan base, at least this is a great rivalry already. Yes. To get other, other people involved or interested around the league, Again, I think you need that flashpoint. I think you need that that catchy name. I think those are the things that help. But uh, but honestly, they also need to play with stuff on the line, like with yep. where it's like the winner has a big leg up or something, or, or or the loser gets knocked out of something. That's those are the kind of games that really build the stories uh, behind a, a long storied rivalry. So um, it it'll get there. It's just really in its infancy. This. You know, those Pepto Bismol colored team down there, uh, they're they haven't been around that long.
1: They haven't, and uh Orlando City has a, a golden opportunity right now to get um non-supporters on our side in this because I'm certain that we're not the only ones sick of all the messy stuff. Correct. So um yeah, it's 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 gonna take it's, it's gonna take Results of significance and importance um, that are contentious and maybe even, as Michael said, a little bloody.
0: Thank you, Elder Gorilla.
1: Thank you, indeed. Well, he's not done, Michael. Nice. Um, He says, which second team player players do you feel are going to get a serious look to move up to the first team next season?
0: That's a good question. A serious look I'm not sure. Having watched OCB all this year, I would say uh, if if Jack Lynn is part of the group next year, he will get more of a look at the first team than he has in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just time. He's either going to be on the bench a lot for the first team, uh, maybe getting some some minutes here and there, or he's going to move on. I don't I don't know that there's any other alternative, but but, but those two right now. Uh, as for other people, I think you may see more of Abdi Salim next year. But as far as a, a kid who's ready to make the leap, I haven't seen that from this team yet. I just haven't seen that that person who looks ready to go. You may get some some minutes, maybe an occasional start if there's injuries, but I just don't see anybody who's ready to get regular minutes coming from OCB. Um, I would like I would have liked to have seen a bigger step forward from Fabian Loyola this year. Then what we saw, uh, of course, he's been out for a while now with that uh, blood clot removal. Um, But uh yeah, nobody else really sticks out. I think we also might see uh, a little more of Shaq Muhammad next year. He's uh, he's come along nicely as the seasons progress, and he's still a very raw and very young, uh talented guy with a lot of upside. So he's a, another guy you might see more next year.
1: Yeah. And of course, you know, he was a, he was a high pick in the, in the draft. So mm-hmm. there's, there's possibility there. I mean, he may have not gotten as much of a look just because of how quickly Duncan Maguire, uh, you know, took to MLS. Um, I agree with you, Jacqueline. Um, yeah. Javier Otero, maybe if a keeper moves on and they move him up into the third spot, but once again, I don't know how serious of a look you would consider that. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, Yeah, I don't. I just don't think there's that, you know, that guy yet. That that can't miss prospect just hasn't emerged quite yet. There's guys that are on the cusp, and they may emerge, um, maybe even in training camp next year. Maybe in preseason camp, somebody will will stick out above the crowd. But uh, for now, I'm not seeing it. Maybe you know, we've seen flashes from a lot of guys, but we haven't seen anything consistent. And um, the, the most consistent performer for OCB this year has been Jack Lint. Yep, I agree. All right. Elder Gorilla has one more for fun,
1: as wow. he puts it. the hat trick. That's an Elder Gorilla hat trick. It is. Uh, so the last one. Taylor Swift effect for NFL is greater than the Messi effect for MLS. I have no stats to back up anything, but they're... Our articles popping up since Chiefs versus Bears about viewership rose exponentially for that
0: game. Uh your thoughts. All right, that's an interesting uh point. It's not a question, but it's an interesting uh an interesting comparison and I would say this. It doesn't matter what the topic is. If Swifties get involved, you cannot handle that. That is nope. just all overpowering and uh, unbeatable. So once the Swifties get involved, that's it. It's done. Um, You know, and at least in this country, I'm really not sure what the, you know, what the international Swiftie community is like, but here in the States, uh, you literally, she could run for president and win.
1: Uh, Yeah. If she was legally old enough to do so. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 for one um, support the Swifties and all of the efforts of the things that they do Mm -hmm. don't come for me. Um, yeah, literally I was talking with my friend today and, you know, I, I think I said something to the effect of, uh, Swifties could topple a third, uh, third world country if they wanted to. I mean, they're, they're just that powerful. Maybe, maybe some first world ones. Yeah. Maybe from some first world ones. So, yeah, it's, uh, so I, I agree with other girl. I think that the effect is, uh, more widespread. One is the NFL, which in this country is, is bigger than MLS. So there's that. Um, and then two, it doesn't get any better than Taylor Swift right now. So I think he's correct.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think a day goes by where I don't see that commercial, uh, where there's like 50 Taylor Swift, Swifts in the commercial. Oh yeah. Even I see that. And I, I generally don't watch commercials, but I, I've seen it many times. So yeah, Yeah. I always try to, I always try to look in the corners for a different Taylor Swift that I haven't noticed before. No, that's a good thought. Yeah. That's it's kind of become a game. So I don't even like try to fast forward through it. If I see it, I just like look around and see if there's a tailor that I didn't see before. Nice. That's, that's a great game.
1: Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, there you have it. That is
0: everything in the Twitter this week for the mailbag box. Nice mailbag box. Thanks guys for sending in your questions. Remember you can ask us anything. If you didn't get to question in for this show well, you're in luck, we're going to have a couple next week as well. So uh, just send it in via the methods I explained before, which are the following: email us at the mainland at gmail.com. tweet us uh, at the mainland with the hashtag asktmlPC or go to the mainland.com and click on the mainland podcast page and fill out the form. Any of those methods will work and really we don't even favorite you know we don't we don't show any favoritism toward any of those methods. We, we don't think like, oh, emailers are cool and Twitterers are bad. We no, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't play that uh, game. We just, uh, you're all equally awesome when you do that. We love all questions equally. All right, another thing we love it when you do, and that is to help us at no cost to yourself, other than a few seconds of your time, by going on wherever you got your, wherever you got this podcast, wherever you download us, wherever you streamed us, whatever rate us and review us. And if you leave us a five-star rating with a review on Apple podcasts, it's easy for us to find, and we will read it on the show. Uh, None new this week though, Dave, we didn't get any new Apple podcasts, uh, five-star reviews, but uh, we are maintaining a very strong rating on Apple podcasts.
1: Well, we'll take what we can get. Although as everybody knows, we, we really do enjoy getting those five-star ratings. And in particular, A written review.
0: Yeah. And if you do that, uh, we will not only read it on the show, we, uh, we may use it as a testimonial on our page for the mainland podcast on our website.
1: That's, that's almost as good as, you know, having something entered into the records of Congress. Yeah. That's that's, to us. It's more important. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's better if we're being honest.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to know is if you if you like the mainland, if you if you like the content you get from the mainland, would you like more? Would you like exclusive content? Because if you answered yes to those questions, well, you're in luck because there's a way to do that, and that is to support us through our Buy Me a Coffee program at buy me slash the mainland. You can go there, check out our three different levels of support, and the higher the level of support you pick out. The more stuff you get and the more we give you. And we'd love to have your support because that's how we keep this thing going. That's how guys that write for you get paid. And 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 that's really the only way right now. So uh, we would love to hear from you. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. Just check it out and uh give it a spin, you know, maybe uh try it out for a month or two and see what you think. It might suit you, but yeah, you it, won't know unless you try. That's right. Getting ready to have a big old watch party for the Ted Lasso series finale uh, for our our supporters, our our subscribers, uh, and that's uh, that's something you can get involved in. Yet, if you if you haven't done it yet, you can jump on. It'll be there'll be folks there from the mainland watching it and commenting on it and stuff, and and we'll all be chatting up storm and watching the Ted Lasso series finale course you'll get our newsletter every monday except the odd monday here and there where we maybe have a a holiday or or like this week we were waiting to see what the ocb uh opponent was going to be before we put it out there so uh there's there's exclusive stuff in there nobody else gets that stuff
1: no and it's 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 a little uh sometimes a little more raw in there a little more uh less uh less i don't know I don't want to say less refined because I, I think it's still refined, but you know, definitely a little more, uh, from like personal. Gut. Yeah,
0: definitely more personal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's our, our pitch. And, uh, all we can do is tell you that we need the support of our listeners and our readers. Otherwise, uh, maybe we're not around that long for you to listen to and read. So, uh, we would appreciate it, but, uh, you know, just check it out see what you think. We do appreciate, all of our subscribers, and of course, all of our founders that enabled us to pivot to this independent format. So uh, thank you to everybody. Thank you, indeed. All right, Dave. The Lions on Saturday night, 730 Exploria Stadium, CF Montreal. The club foots come to town, Dave. And uh, this is not a team Orlando City has done particularly well against in recent years. But this Montreal team They may be coming in desperate. They may be coming in just badly in need of points. Uh, This could be a very contentious game. Uh, CF Montreal currently sits eighth on the Eastern Conference table with 37 points tied with New York City FC for the, uh, they are the last two teams qualified right now, both one point ahead of DC United. Uh, Montreal is 11, 15, and four 9-4-2 9-4-2 at home. That's where Orlando City lost to CF Montreal. But Montreal just 2-11-2 on the road this year. Oof. That's uh, not good. Nope. And sitting on a big old minus 15 goal differential. That is only wor- the only team worse in the East is Toronto at minus 24. And uh, the uh, other thing I want to point out is that Montreal this season has scored... 30 goals, and um, only Toronto's 24 is lower in the East. Mm -hmm. The uh, Montreal team has conceded 45 goals, which is, there's a few teams that have conceded more. Even playoff-bound Atlanta, playoff-clinched Atlanta has conceded 47, but um, 45 uh, is pretty low. Uh, There's a few other teams that conceded more. Chicago's conceded 47, Charlotte 48, and toronto 48 so um 45 is not great so uh, that's why you, that's how you get a minus 15 goal differential that's exactly how you do it because of math <laughs> because of math yes you've you don't score a lot and you concede a lot that uh, that is uh, definitely but again this team is two different teams at home and on the road and that's not unusual in mls but uh 211 and two is uh is not good on the road so Orlando City has to win this game they
1: absolutely do um and look it's it's at Exploria. it's one of the last two home matches of the regular season uh there is no reason why Exploria shouldn't be packed um you know there's not going to be any uh you know random messy fans eating up tickets so it should be a, a absolute purple palace and it needs to be um oscar said after the Miami match that it's very important for the supporters to get out there. Like it, it helps the team. It legit helps the team. Um, you know, when they hear the crowd and it makes them push harder and want to do better. So, um, you know, I made it to the last match. I'm not going to be able to make it this one, but that doesn't mean that
0: you, dear listener can't. So Orlando really needs the points, uh, sitting one point ahead of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, uh, drew this midweek. So, Uh, They used their game in hand up and did not catch Orlando. So that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all sitting on 30 games, except for Atlanta at 31. New England does have a game in hand at 29. And Orlando at 51 points. Here's how it stacks up behind the Lions. Philly on 50 points. Columbus, Atlanta, and New England all at 49 points. So uh, second place to sixth place right now, two points are separating those positions.
1: Yeah. Three points at home is huge.
0: Yeah. Uh, with a trip coming up to uh, Nashville, uh, it is imperative to get some points here for the lions and, and one uh, against an opponent that's struggling on the road is not enough. They, uh, they got to go out and get all of them. So uh, here's what you got to worry about. You got to worry about uh, a couple of guys on four goals, Christian 0 and uh, Matthew Schwannier. Uh, he's been a pretty solid player for Montreal. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, they don't have a lot of goal scorers, but they have a lot of guys that can hurt you. Uh, we do know that Rudy Camacho is suspended due to a red card in his last game. He also uh, did not leave the field in a timely fashion. So he was fined an undisclosed amount. And um, just newsflash, if you get sent off, you're getting fined for not leaving in a, in a timely manner because that just virtually happens to every single person who gets sent off.
1: Yeah. Unless you have the ability to instantly teleport to the sideline, you're getting a, you're getting a fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I saw raw uh, I saw Robin Johnson go off immediately and still get fined because he walked down the field rather than to the immediate sideline next to him. And then down, down to the tunnel. So uh, he started walking immediately, but he still got fined. Yes. Yeah, so you have to walk immediately
1: to the nearest point
0: that gets you off the field. Yeah.
1: Montreal okay. is coming
0: off a four one loss in Atlanta. That is one. They probably i would have la- rather had them win. Yeah, probably, but they did not Dave. They did Makes. not win. They didn't even come close. Makes Saturday all the more important. They didn't even get a lousy version of our home game. No, they did not. Uh, but thanks for playing. Thanks for playing Montreal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, they, uh, they went out and got a Poku from LAFC. Uh, he's got a couple of goals for them. He's a, he's a dangerous guy. Ahmed Hamdi can, can find the net. Sometimes they've got, you know, decent fullbacks, uh, Schwannier and Piet in the, in the midfield are pretty good. Um, I think I said Rudy Camacho was suspended. It's Joel Waterman, Joel Waterman. Yes. Uh, I, I misspoke. I apologize to my listeners profusely for that. Um, Camacho was uh, has moved on already to Columbus. Yes, Um, but yeah, this team has been hard for Orlando City to score against in recent years. But I will say, Orlando at home against Montreal has been better. So hopefully, that will be the catalyst for the Lions to uh, to get a victory at home. Um, You know, just get a good performance. Uh, I'm still a little concerned. You know, we did get a goal from Duncan McGuire the last game uh, on on some golden opportunities. Maybe he's uh, he's going to do you know get on a roll that would be nice ha- heading into the postseason for him to get going uh, but we need more from the supporting cast right now we need more from the other scorers and uh when Eric left I was concerned about goal scoring not not necessarily looking for a rookie to lead the team uh, but he's gonna have to do something Torres is gonna have to start doing uh, doing the goal scoring thing again uh, maybe get one for Ojeda that'd be good uh, we got to get some guys going
1: we absolutely do, and um, I love how you simply led me right into my key matchup there, which is gotta score. Um, you know, Montreal's team that gives up goals, um, and if you're not taking advantage of that, then that's a problem. They also don't score a lot, uh, but Orlando City has got a pretty good defense uh, with an excellent top five uh, MLS keeper. So, you know, I think they're a little better on that side. Duncan did indeed get uh off the mark with a goal against Miami. Uh, but he had some, you know, better opportunities that he didn't take advantage of. I think it's probably just shaking off the rust. Um, I would like to see him now that he's nice and well rested, get back into uh scoring shape and uh as you mentioned, start scoring those goals as they come in. So for me, um, Orlando's gonna have they gotta score some goals. Gotta score enough and score enough goals where it's just it, there's no chance for a team like Montreal that's bad on the road and doesn't like score goals.
0: Yeah, and last year, uh, the uh, the Lions didn't get anything in the first half in the home game against Montreal. It was the opening game, and, uh, and then Pato and Benji Michelle scored. So uh, neither of those players are going to score Saturday night for Orlando City. No, they're not. Uh, they don't play here anymore. Uh, it is definitely a, uh, a concern. Uh, my key matchup is kind of it goes along with yours but it's slightly different okay it's Orlando City's offense against the first half the uh, uh the offense where is it in the first half where are the goals the goals in the first half are like non-existent for this team yeah it is it has become a major problem you have to you have to try to get a goal in every half not just the second half and especially not after just uh, wait till you concede to do it you actually have to do the thing uh, first even sometimes is good. Yeah, first is better.
1: And, you know, go for a record on how quickly it gets scored. I mean, why not?
0: Uh, Orlando City hasn't scored in the first half since the game at Cincinnati and barely at that. As, uh, Torres scored in the 44th minute. Um, mm-hmm. But since then, uh, 48th minute, 73rd minute, 86th minute, 97th minute, 66th minute. Those are all after halftime. And then if you go back before the Cincinnati game, Ojeda in the 88th minute Torres in the 48th and 91st minute Cartagena in the 50th Angola in the 54th the uh, Torres penalty in the 68th uh, it's it's been a while since Orlando City has scored early and I don't know if you know this day but scoring early puts pressure on the other team I've
1: I've heard of that um, I just haven't seen it from Orlando City I would like to give it a shot mm-hmm. if we could um, maybe starting this Saturday that'd, that'd be, be cool.
0: All right, I'm gonna give you my prediction and then I'll All get right. yours. Uh, I'm going to go Optimism 101. And uh in the Optimism 101 class, we learned that Orlando City takes a two-one victory on Saturday night. Okay, two one win. I um whew, I always hate it when we do this,
1: but I'm I, I was not going to choose two one because I've chose chosen two one the last two matches and it was a loss and a draw. So sure. not going to do that. But I, I do still think that um, Orlando City at Exploria, um, with a healthy Duncan and a lot of other pieces back, has enough horses to win this one. But as you mentioned, sometimes trouble scoring. So I'm going to go one
0: nil win. All right, sounds good. We'll we'll see how we did next. Week When we look back on this game and review it in our first show of the week, we will check back on our score predictions to see how we did and see who, who came closest. Uh, we would, uh, we're either going to both be right or wrong on the result, obviously. So, uh, mm-hmm. it we'll come down to what the score of the game is. Indeed. All right. We will also next week be looking ahead as the lions are going to close out the season in October. And guess what? Next week is October. It is October. As a matter of fact, uh next podcast we're gonna have to review and preview. Yeah, we'll uh you'll be able to put up your Halloween decorations uh next week without me thinking you suck. <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's nothing personal, it's just that uh Halloween decorations before October to me are like Christmas decorations before December and I I just think it's not good Uh, but yeah we will be looking ahead for the trip to Nashville it is a uh, three games in eight days period because why not why not kill these guys at the end of a long season and make them play three times in eight days Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, you know of course our second show next week we will recap the Nashville game and look ahead to New England in the home season finale the regular season home finale Uh, this team is playing for home playoffs so Gotta get some points, Dave. Otherwise, uh it could be a short postseason yet again. Yeah.
1: And they've I think they've played too well. I mean, you know, here they are sitting in second with a opportunity to finish uh, the regular season in second. Um gotta gotta finish it out. Gotta gotta complete the uh complete the journey here in the regular season, uh, so that the postseason is well easier because yeah. having those home matches and the And that, uh, having the two home matches is more important.
0: Yep. And of course, uh, our next show, we will also look back on, uh, or OCB's road playoff game against crew Two. Uh, we are rooting for a Zachariah Taifi hat trick since it will be his birthday. Yes, we are. Uh, and by the way, Saturday is Felipe's birthday. So maybe Felipe gets a hat trick against Montreal. Hey, why not? (laughs) <laughs> will he get it will even get a hat trick of minutes is the question <laughs> yeah well we,
1: you weren't specific on what kind of hat trick so that's true
0: all right dave anything else uh, we got to cover before we get on out of here no nah, i think we've done enough damage let's uh let's finish this up all right you can read our stuff at mainland.com. you can follow dave on twitter at mainlanddave you can follow me on twitter at mainlandmichael and you can follow the mainland on twitter at themainland you can also follow our sister show at Skopurp Soccer on twitter as well if you are a pride fan we recommend doing that and uh, of course you can like us on facebook that's still a thing you can do that sure and uh you know rate review subscribe do all the things we would love it leave us five star rating and review so we can read it on the show that's going to do it for episode 379 we are racing toward 400 dave Uh, The only thing left for us to do is what we always do at the end, which is to say, go city.